The greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he does not exist. That's right. We watched The Usual Suspects this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the figment of the imaginations, the made make-believe spook that robbers tell their kids about, um, the crippled, <laughs> crippled uh, talkative guy, Bryce Perkins. <laughs> Oh, you canceled for all those. And also, you said make believe, make believe, make believe, spook. What's up, y'all? I'm here. That was not a that was not a racial term, spook. Okay, that is not a. Oh no, 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 no. That's not what I. But I was just, I was just making fun. I was just laughing. You said make (laughs) believe. That's why I'm canceled. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're canceled. All right. Um. What's up, everybody? I'm here. All right, well, Bryce, it's a uh, brand new week. It is. Uh, as always, we are talking about a movie that you have never seen. Right. Uh, that most people have. This one really is a huge, famous movie. Yes. That people have seen. Right. Uh, but before we get into that, okay. How you been? Oh man, thank you, dude. Thanks for asking. It's very polite. Um, I've been doing good. Uh, I've been having making some some um, advancements in my uh, efforts to be sponsored by coffee. Oh yeah. So Actually, nobody's approached you. You're just no. I've been approaching them. Okay. Okay. So right. um, uh, I'm determined to be sponsored. Uh, Who are you pr- approaching exactly for? It's interesting. You should ask. I found the head of coffee himself. Finally, oh, okay. after much research, after one Google search, I spoke to Mister Coffee himself. Oh. Yeah. So we had a nice talk, um, and and uh, and he. I think we're on the precipice there. I told him about how we did an advertisement for Guido Frasciati's Espresso for Your Body, and he was a he really, you know, I I'm gonna say he liked it, um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good. I'm. I feel like that was a real uh, missed opportunity for uh, Guido Frasciati's Espresso. Yeah, should have been Guido. For shoddies, espresso shoddies. Yeah, I just didn't want to re- repeat shoddy, or he didn't want to. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. And I and I respect his decision on that. I feel all like right, it was a right. good choice to not be too repetitive. Okay. So, well, um, but he could have been Guido for shoddies, uh, espresso for that naughty body. Yeah, but, I mean, it could you know. be a lot of things. So, uh, what he really screwed the so, pooch there. So, Mr. Coffee, how's that, how's that going? Well, let's just say I have uh, I got a letter in the mail from him. Uh huh. 
just as I was on my way here, I saw it. Oh, good. Yeah, it said something like a C, a C and D, something like that. But I haven't uh, opened it yet. Okay. We'll, we'll find out what what that is yeah. after I open it. But it sounds pretty. I'm thinking that it stands for, um, you know, cash and dollars. That that um, seems coming legit. my way yeah. from 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 Mr. Coffee himself. Well, so. I uh, I got something in in the mail from Bean uh, that I thought had to do with it, but it just turned out to be an LL Bean catalog. Oh man, that's a classic mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that almost happened to me too, but. I knew better. I was like, oh, wait, this is probably going to be. And it was. It was LLB. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry you were fooled by it, but, you know, amateur mistake. It's fine. I mean, I wasn't fooled. I just, you know, so I saw that and I was like, oh, I wonder if this is. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, it was just, I was just excited about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. Sounds like you had a pretty good week. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get into this. Okay. Uh, the Usual Suspects. You had never seen this movie? That is correct. Um, what did you know about it? Well, interesting you should ask, Chase. I knew that, spoiler alert, Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Soze. <laughs> so that was actually my first note. Uh, I already know the twist, so let's see how this goes. You know? Yeah. Well, so, and you only kind of, like, really. Right. I didn't you knew the twist, like, but you didn't understand what right, was going on. So that's why I was kind of like, let's see how this goes. Let's see how yeah. the movie, let's see how they do it. Uh-huh. And if I can still, you know, enjoy myself. Uh, and maybe even still get a little bit of a surprise from the ending, which I ended up I uh, did. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, I just knew that like you know, Spacey was in it. I knew it was like all star cast. Um, and I knew it was like one of those classic movies that everyone's like you know that you always hear. Oh, you gotta see it, dude. Yeah. And Especially from the mid '90s. I mean, this is big. yeah. And this right. movie like. It feels very 90s. Oh, very 90s. Yeah. Very 19. It feels yeah. I mean, very it, of its year. It feels even. like almost directly influenced by Pulp Fiction. Right, know? right, In right. fact. Was it? No. Well, I don't know. If oh. you, I'm sure it was. But uh, Zed is in it. From Pulp oh, Fiction. that is Zed, yeah. isn't it? Also, Dorian from The Mask. Yes, yes. He was. Thank you for remembering yeah. that, man. Because I always remember that guy as being the dude from The Mask. Yeah. Or well, the bad guy in the match. That's uh, that's because it's like his biggest role. Yeah, those are the three things he's done. Yeah, he really just like after the mid nineties, just something he just. Well, yeah, I he's. Know, I, I looked him up because I was watching though. it last night, and I was like, because uh, immediately I was like, oh, that's Zed, and I was like, uh, wait a second, I think that it's uh, Dorian from the Mask. It is, yeah. And uh, I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, it is Dorian from yeah. the Mask, and I couldn't remember if I knew that or not. Right. Uh, and just to clarify, we're speaking of Jim Carrey's The Mask. Yes, Jim Carrey's The Mask. That's the only Not one. The share one. No, that's just called Mask. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> yeah, I'm a movie. Articles dude, mean so something. Me. Articles yes. mean something. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that that is him. And I looked him up. He he's still working, but like, I mean, almost everything he's done has been like a couple of one-offs here on television shows. Sure. And uh, movies I've never heard of. Sure. Like a lot of you know. Well, you know, and that's just how direct that goes. to video, but that doesn't—that's not even a thing. Yeah. First of all, there are no videos, so just straight to video BOD, on demand, and BOD, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Things I've just never heard of. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that is that is him, and um, okay. uh, he was uh, uncredited in this movie, though. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's his name? Um, I don't uh, know it off the top of my head, but I will find it. I do know that uh, his character name was. Uh, uh, red, what was it, Red? 
Uh, Redbone? No. <laughs> what was his no, name? it was like someone with an F. I want to say Themester. No, that no, was, that's that was uh, Benicio del Toro. Redfoot. Oh, Redfoot. Yeah, yeah Redfoot. Yeah. Uh, See, we were both had it. Yeah, I had the F. You had the yeah. red. Uh, Peter Green is his name. Oh, Peter Green. Yeah. You know, I was always, I always liked him. But he he freaked me out. Uh, he's great in the mask. Yeah, he, he freaked me out because when he put when he put the mask on, he was like this like devil looking. Yeah, bastard. brought out the real like, nasty that's stuff. Evil. evil There's mask. always time. Yes. Yes. Elastic. Yes, dude. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love I just, it too. Uh, I rewatched it not too long ago. Yeah, uh, and I was like, "Wow, this movie is like really good." Mm-hmm. So, shoutouts to the mask, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you also said Gimp in this movie called. Uh, oh, sure. They yeah. all did. They all use some like yeah. well, cripple but, slur. Yeah, but uh, the you know from Pulp Fiction, uh-huh. Zed was the one that had the Gimp in the oh. in the trunk and in. in Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh wow, that's funny. Yeah, because I forgot it's also a word for uh, the what is yeah, it? bondage, bondage thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, um, yeah. So let's get into this a little bit more. Sure. So yeah, you knew you knew, I knew that he was so say, uh, but I didn't like really know what that really meant. Yeah. So that was cool to like watch that play out. Um. Let's go down the list of who were the ensemble cast we were dealing with here. All right. Star studded, right? Well, I mean, I guess not so much at the time, really. Like, I mean, these were was all spacey big time yet at that time. Uh, I mean, or was yeah, this he was, his break? No, 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 this was not his breakout. Okay. But uh, it was his first Oscar. Okay. He got, he got the Oscar for this one. Right. Uh, and then he won for uh, American Beauty. American Beauty. Yeah. Four years later. Yes. 99. Yes. Well, I guess. Won the yeah it was still four years later because the he would have won the Oscar for this in ninety six and then he yeah. won in two thousand. Can I ask, are we even allowed to be talking about this movie right now? <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of cancel going on. Yeah, between Kevin Spacey, yep. uh, Brian Singer, the Brian director. Singer, and uh, you know, uh, was this a Weinstein? It had to have been right. It was the nineties. No. Did everything. Um, but. no, this was uh. I don't see them listed as producers oh. here, so no. It wasn't. Hey, we got oh, one. Right. <laughs> unfortunately. So he's okay. Unfortunately, Kevin Spacey's in it. He's okay. And uh, this movie was shot down for two days because Kevin Spacey came on to a guy. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. This was and, one of the movies that he did his shit? Yeah. And it shut down production because that guy was Brian Singer's boyfriend. <laughs> no. Allegedly. This is all allegedly. And by allegedly, I mean it's true yeah so um <laughs> <laughs> wait so that really happened brian yeah Singer, or kevin's basically came did he he knew it was brian singer's i, boyfriend I don't i don't have that information and then brian singer found out and was like i can't work with this guy no was like that i don't think that was the case but you know he was also a younger gentleman oh, the way man. that uh spacey they had like similar it. tastes well uh apparently on the set of house of cards all of the crew members learned grow a beard no all the male way. crew members like learned to grow a beard because he has no interest in that wow if you have a beard or anything like that he's like clean shaven yeah yeah yeah. so uh yeah. if you didn't want unwanted advances get a beard and they were even having to do that during the making of house of cards like he had been continuously oh, yeah. doing that shit yeah oh damn dude that's so fucking yeah, weird well, that's uh you know, you got to separate the artist from the actions, though, yeah, sometimes, because uh, the guy is really a great actor. I mean, yeah. And, uh, you know, we don't need to see him in anything else. 
Right. He's uh, he's done, but I don't think that we should never watch anything again. Right. Because, you know, everybody's awful. Charlie yeah. Chaplin was fucking kids. Like, you know. Wait, what? More or less. What, really? He, uh, yeah, he famously liked younger people. Really? Younger women. Yeah. Man, what is it with that Holly Weird? You yeah, know? Well, they're all fucked up. It's Holly Weird, uh, you know. Yeah. In full force, man. Yeah, you know. Hmm. That's interesting. Is that something well known, or did you just drop a fucking Charlie yes, Chaplin bombshell? Yes, it's very well known. I'm not on the inside. <laughs> well, you know, for someone that is like still just so famous and revered, uh, you know, and relevant yeah. as Charlie Chaplin, for for you to lobby those ex- uh, those accusations are. Uh, well, he's dead, so it's all good. <laughs> I still love a lot of his work, and uh, the movie Chaplin is fantastic. Glosses over that point. Ooh, but, uh, actually, we need to watch that one. That's the one where... Um, Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr., yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to watch that Early one. Early 90s. Because he won an Oscar for that, right? I don't know. Well, whatever. We got to yeah. do that movie for sure. Put that... Here, write that one down there. All right. But, um... So, yeah, I was going to say... Let's, oh, man, that's so crazy, though. All right. Um, so, yeah, Spacey uh, leading the way. And then we had uh, uh, Benicio del Toro uh, making what had to have been one of his first appearances in on a Holly Weird movie. Uh, is that would you? I say mean, that's these right? are nobody in this is it was their first go around. Okay. Um, uh, I don't. I, everybody in this took uh, a a much lower pay than they would be normally do. normally getting. So they were all names. Okay. Um, they took lower pay because uh, it was a budget. It was made for a budget, and it the script was so cool. Yeah. You know, Brian Singer was up and coming. This was a. Oh, did he write it neat, too? Uh, no, Christopher McQuarrie wrote it. Okay. But um, but he was always attached to direct. Right. And produce. Okay. So. Um. So they all did it for the heat. They all knew it was yeah, going to have a lot of heat. Yeah. Exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh. It was going to be a thing. Yeah. Which and, it was. And it was, yeah. yeah. And and rightfully so, I think. So we'll well let's uh let's get into it. Keep this going. Is the one of the way you used to listen off the who's. Yeah, in. yeah. Um and then okay, so the guy that played McMeany what was his name? McManus? Uh, Mc no Stephen Baldwin? No, 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 no. The guy not McMeany. Justin um, Bieber's godfather? <laughs> father in law, right? Yeah, I said godfather, I mean yeah, father in law. Yeah. <laughs> um Well, you know, he is very he's all into that god shit. So yeah, he is like yeah. you know. Um, yeah, circle um, around, make myself right, <laughs> right. Um, uh, are you no, talking about guy, Keaton? Keaton, Keaton, Gabriel, Dean Keaton, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what has he been in? Where have I seen him? This is Carrie's favorite segment. <laughs> what have I seen him in? Yeah. Um, let me think. Because he was probably the least well known in America, at least out of the cast. But he had been in things. Um, he. What would you have done for? Um, he's actually like English or whatever, right? Yes, yeah, he is. Uh, you don't know. I'm good at spotting English faces. Uh, Miller's Crossing was uh really big that he would have been in. All right, well, I'm not gonna know. Shit. Let's just assume uh, that I saw him in an episode of Doctor Who one fate. time. I know you didn't see Little Women. Uh, Dead Man was after. This is all after it now. Oh, de- he's in Dead Man, huh? Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Stigmata, but. end oh. of days, which they uh, has several people from Stigmata. This movie we it. should do anyway. All right, well, we can move on from him. Yeah. Um, and then Stephen Baldwin, who I need to personally apologize to because I had hinted at a in a previous episode that 
he was maybe missing a few chromosomes, which... Um, well, I'll tell you uh, what. During that's, Beetlejuice, <laughs> yeah, uh, I made the joke that Alec Baldwin was the only normal one and the rest <laughs> were ugly fucks. Well, that uh, Caesar haircut that he has in this movie from the 90s does uh-huh. not help that thought. <laughs> so <laughs> That is a terrible haircut. So I just want to say, very insensitive. I am very sorry for saying making that assessment about his ugly ass. But... Uh, you know, he. I thought he did really well in this movie, dude. I thought he yeah. fucking like. Uh, I thought really, every, everybody in this movie is great. Uh, really fucking committed. Uh, Kevin Pollock. Uh, oh, and then I Kevin, love Pollock. Kevin Pollock. Last but not fucking least, very dude. funny guy. Yeah, and uh, he did great. Yeah, yeah. I know that we will be covering at some point a few good men. That okay. was his, his big movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, with um, uh, Jack Nicholson and, and Jerry Maguire. You can't handle the truth, <laughs> yeah. right? That one. Yeah. So, um, that says, oh, Chas Palminteri's in it. That's the name I couldn't come up with on the last episode. I uh-huh. kept wanting to say Chas Palminteri, and I couldn't come up with it. Okay. For what? Andy Garcia and Chas oh. Palminteri, and then the guy who I'm actually thinking of that was in Criminal Minds, but I never... Uh, Joe Man- Man- Mantega? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. From Baby Stay Out? He's in this. No, he no, just Chaz looks Palm- like that guy. Chas Palminteri's in this, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the dude from <laughs> yeah. Baby's Day Out looks like this. Yeah. Guy. And every time I see him, I'm like, ah, it's not I guy. always think of it as Baby's Day Out. It's I know. not him. It's not him. Chaz nope. Palminteri did not get his groin stomped on by Joey Pants. That was that was Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Yeah. Yep. And that was Joey Pants, dude. Baby's yeah. Day Out. Baby's Day Out. Fucking classic. I love that movie. I love that movie. I loved it as a kid. I was former, like, this is- former Congressman uh, Fred Thompson is in that. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, he plays the gorilla. No, he plays the uh, sheriff or whatever. Detective oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Pete Postlewaite's in this movie. Uh, Giancarlo Espinito makes another movie cap appearance. Giancarlo Espinito. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, that was one that I was uh, again had a little nose journey at first when you see him. Doesn't really look like him. When, okay, I had not seen this movie in a long time. Uh-huh. And uh, when he first popped up, immediately I heard the voice. And I was like, oh my God, that's yeah. Juan Carlo. Yeah. And I said it to, out loud, and Carrie was like, no, it's not. And I was yeah, like, right. I really think it is. And then he took off He took off the, the uh, thing, and I was like, yeah. maybe that's not right, him. Right, I know. And it's like, it didn't look like him, but then. But I kept thinking, do the right thing. He didn't look like him exactly. either. Exactly. And then, but then it and was like it clear that, like, yeah, by the voice. Well, then, by that point, I had looked it up on IMDb. Well, to me, like, see, I'm me, right. For me, it was uh, <laughs> shut up, Carrie. <laughs> see, uh, I told you it was Gus Fring. But anyway, um, yeah. By the time he's like in the office and shit, yeah, you're like, oh, that's definitely him. Uh, so uh, that was cool to see. You know, like, oh, another movie where he's he's got a big part too. Somebody else I recognized by uh, just their eyes and their voice was Clark Gregg. Who at this point was definitely not anybody and really was kind of just a character actor until Iron Man. What did he play in Iron Man? Agent Coulson. He's a character oh. from all the, I don't oh, know how yeah, much of that yeah, you know. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know you've seen Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know who you're yeah. talking about, though. That guy. He yeah. was in this movie? Yeah. As he was well. actually, uh, well, he was. Was he uh, that burnt up guy? That no, no, no. Saying? He was one of the doctors. Oh. But at one point, he was going to play. Um, uh, Dave Kuhan, the Chas Palminteri character, 
because Chaz Palminteri wasn't available. Oh. And then, uh, let me see who was going to... Uh, yeah, uh, Chaz Palminteri was... Uh, the part was initially written with him in mind. Uh -huh. uh, he was unavailable. Then it was offered to Christopher Walken. Oh. Uh, and Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Uh, Al Pacino uh, became interested in it, but then turned it down because he had just played a cop in Heat. Uh, and uh, Chaz Palminteri, then Clark Gregg got the role. Oh, and then Chaz Palminteri became available, uh -huh. and so they were like, "Sorry, Clark, <laughs> you oh, can play the doctor." <laughs> fuck, that sucks. Yeah. So. Oh man, that blows. But I guess hey, that's the biz, baby. That's the biz, man. It's show business, not friend business. You know? <laughs> or wait, <laughs> I, that works. Yeah, it works. That works. Um, uh. I won't be there for you is the theme song of uh, Holly Weird. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, I get look, it. Yeah, you get it. Um, Del Toro looking young as shit. Yeah, with some like very plucked eyebrows. I noticed yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just using the weirdest accent. You said you had something. Yeah. About okay. That. So it's like almost um, impossible to understand what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. So okay, Feenster was. Uh, originally um conceived as like the oldest guy in the group and a, a more seasoned veteran of, of crime and everything like that uh and del toro was a, was supposed to audition for mcmanus uh which was the um oh Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin, yeah. yeah uh del toro he decided that he wanted to uh go for feenster because he had an idea for the part and uh they Brian Singer said, "Yeah, sure," and he did this unintelligible thick accent, uh -huh. but he did that on purpose. And he said the reason that he wanted that is because the whole point of Feenster is to show up dead, like at the end, like so that they know that um, Kobayashi and is uh, for real. Soze are for real. Yeah. So like it, nothing he says means anything. Yeah. That's so his a good part point. was pointless. Yeah. So he's like, "I want to do this like accent." Uh, Singer loved it, and they put it in, and. Uh, None of the actors were really cued in on that he the was fact that do he that. was not, yeah that like his accent was that bad and they uh -huh. were so he was doing it thicker and thicker and they were encouraged to ad lib a lot yeah. so a lot of the ad libs of what the fuck is he saying yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. the first time that uh, Kevin Pollak like says that he's like what the fuck was that like that was him to be like <laughs> I don't know what line that is and there's another part in it that gets kept in the movie where uh like he says something and then nobody. Like there's just like this weird little pause, uh -huh. and I think it was uh, uh, Baldwin or something that like realizes, oh, that's my cue, but yeah, I didn't, yeah, know, yeah. I didn't know what he said. <laughs> yeah, so that keeps uh, awesome. flying around. Oh, then uh, uh, the in that lineup sequence uh -huh. when he reads the, oh, the yeah, line yeah. and and the the uh, person behind the glass goes yeah, uh, in, in English, English please. Yeah. That was ad libbed, and uh, Benicio's thing, his response of like, what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that was that was also ad libbed in response to it. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, 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 he's always speaking English. Right, right, right. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's so, fun. Okay, that was the that was the part of that. That's fun. I mean, it didn't. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting because yeah, his accent didn't ruin anything about the movie or the flow of anything. Their interactions. I mean, yeah, they made it work. So that's interesting that it was like done on purpose. Like yeah. That. Uh, that's pretty cool, but I, I love uh, Benicio del Toro. Oh yeah, he's great. He is great. Um, all right. So 
all right, getting into the movie itself. Uh huh. So we've you've you've already touched on that is like an extremely nineties movie, and it is. Yeah. And so because of that, you know, to me, some of the storytelling was a little cheesy, maybe played out. Whereas, like, if I had been watching it at the time of it coming out, it wouldn't even be something See, I don't, that, I, I don't, that I even think I, of. I disagree with that. But now that, that I have hindsight, I disagree with, it was with, a with the fact that like, it's, it's cheesy. I think it is slick. I think it holds up. I don't think... Uh, what I mean by 90s is it's uh, it's just that that pacing and that tone of, of thing, but I don't think it's cheesy at all. So I just mean the like, like the the way that they, you know, the whole like, I'm gonna tell you how this all happened through the what's supposed to be an interrogation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's I like, mean, it's the, a device, the, the, the narrative framing, right. of of what we're getting, right? That's been done. I don't know a little too much, maybe since then. Well, and I mean, that's been done that's, before. That's been done since. Uh, in mysteries, which this is a mystery. Right. I mean, that's been done since uh, you know Sherlock Holmes, and before right. that, uh, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, who basically invented uh, detective fiction uh-huh. with his Dupont character. Right. Well, I mean, so that's what I'm saying though is that I was kind of like watching it, you know, in hindsight. Like I was saying, if it was watching it at the time, like that shit was just, you know, th- I feel like that kind of storytelling was being used a lot in the '90s, regardless. Like the uh-huh. '90s was. Like very grandiose, uh, in you know, like well, yeah, it, the way movies were told, stories were told, and stuff. It, and so it, there is a lot more uh, learning like, how like to tell. Forrest Gump. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, the, yeah, there's a lot more about challenging the structure of narrative uh-huh. that you know you don't get a lot. Um, I mean, one of the first movies to really do that famously is Citizen Kane. Uh-huh. You know, where it's uh, unreliable narrators. We already know that he's dead at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. Now we're finding out all about this guy. Right. You right. know, and from different aspects and different people who, in like this movie, are unreliable narrators. Right. Because it turns out everything that uh, Kevin Spacey's saying is it a was lie. a lie. Yeah. And almost everything was made up of things Which, he pulls off the wall. That you know? was fucking cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was cool that, like, obviously, like, so I had the benefit of knowing that he was Kaiser Sosa. Mm-hmm. So I had the benefit of like anytime he was saying something like where Dean Keaton told me to stay behind that. Obvi- like I knew that obviously never that was him embellishing, making him look innocent. Yeah. When really he was the one going around shooting the motherfuckers. Yeah. And sneaking up behind them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool to see, like knowing that twist. Well, even the okay, so the you know it opens with that shot of uh, the the explosions, and we're like zooming in on the ropes, uh-huh. like uh, the crates and everything, and then that's where we learn that uh, Verbal Kent is hiding behind. Right. But what we then realize later is that there's nobody. Nobody was there. there. Was never anybody right. behind those ropes because yeah. he was the one doing it all. Right. And when um, S- Singer actually shot it, uh, you know. Uh, you see uh, Kevin Spacey go behind like those tires, and then the camera yeah. keeps going to behind the ropes and everything. Yeah. And Singer actually said, "Stop behind the tires," so that when we oh. actually film past it, there literally is nobody no behind there. there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, some other really cool things that you can pick up on, especially if you've seen it again. Uh-huh. Um, every time uh, Kaiser Soze is brought up, the next shot is Kevin Spacey. So. And every time How? in that last scene, every time we go to a POV uh-huh. of uh, Kaiser Soze, like when he walks into the room and shoots the guy, uh-huh. the shot right before that is Kevin Spacey right. somewhere else. Right. 
So there's those little. So I was noticing that and being and that to me was like, are y'all trying to give it away? Yeah. Well, because also, there would be times where where someone would say Kaiser Soze off screen, and it would just be on, on Kevin, Kevin Spacey, yeah, 100%. for like thirty seconds, yeah, hundred percent. I'm like, you're, you're it, trying you're, to give it you're, away. You're letting the people like it is. It is a a bunch of like, oh, how did I not catch this? Right, right. It is. It goes to the thing of, I'm smarter than you. Right. That's right. what the cop kept right. saying to yeah, Kaiser yeah, Soze yeah, yeah. to his face. Yeah. You know, I'm smarter than you. You're an idiot. I'm smarter right. than you. And like, if you watch it, every time he says that. Spacey has a little tell of just like really you think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know? which and like because he said like he says he, it, he takes so that drink of that at. cup and right when he like if you look at it it looks like Kevin Spacey's looking at him yep and like being like oh my god this guy's got me but what he does is he sees the bottom of that cup yeah you know and uh, there's a lot of little things in there yeah and when he said Kobayashi I was like wait what where have I heard that before and it was honestly probably just from this movie but yeah like, I mean it's a Japanese. Uh, manufacturer or whatever but well, not not in real life that's not a real cup okay so okay that's Kobe what I po uh, porcelain right. I, uh, they make them now because of this movie like sure. there's it, things with that logo on it right okay so let's talk about that reveal okay wait wait no let's talk about how let's talk about how spacey did all right so spacey i've always been a fan of him as an actor mm -hmm. um ever since i saw american beauty yeah and i thought he fucking just like crushed it in that and then, but then you watch other things that Spacey does and you go, oh, he kind of has a style that is yeah. to his own that yeah, he, he likes to use. Voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he likes to be very deadpan and he likes to be very like, you know, almost sarcastic, mm -hmm. you know, in a way. And so there was certainly a lot of like classic Spacey, you know, things that he was doing and kind of, you know, just like doing you know, the things that works for him. But, you know, through that, I've always felt that he was really good at subtlety uh, to the degree that it, it always ends up being its own thing. And yeah. It ends up being a great performance. And this was no different. No. Like what you were all. saying about like how there, I saw, I caught the same thing when the guy was like, I'm smarter than you guy. And it, and it cuts the space and you can see that he, there's this like little look in his eye where he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That, Which you don't necessarily catch right, on first viewing, right. but he's but he is able to show it yeah, through just the way just like, like this looks, little eye thing, yeah, yeah. Um, that he's just like really good at. And then like at the end when he starts breaking down and he's like, no, it was because he loved me. And like the whole thing is like, it's a performance within a performance because yeah. his character is acting. Yeah, you know, so he's having to act as his character acting, and he just handles it uh you know like a charm you know he just fucking just nails it you know yep um uh and then and then that fucking awesome shot of him you know you see Walking him dragging his feet yeah. and then just suddenly getting correct and then and then his hand and he's like you know uncramps his hand and he just fucking lights his cigarette but you notice what? he lit his cigarette uh-huh with his left hand yeah, because Kaiser Soze. If you watch all the the clips, uh -huh. you're left-handed, right? Yeah, yeah. If you watch all the clips, uh, wherever there's Kaiser Soze, whenever you see him shoot somebody or anything like that, uh -huh. he's left-handed. All the other criminals oh. are right-handed. Oh, yeah. Throughout see, the movie, well, and when when Kevin Spacey, he's got uh with the cerebral palsy or whatever yeah, when he's yeah. verbal, his right hand yeah. is is all like that. So when he goes to light his cigarette. Yeah, he uh, can't. in the office he does it with his right hand and he yeah, can't and he get can't it. Yeah, he can't do it. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Help yeah. me." 
Yeah. Um. So I didn't catch the left-handed shit, but yeah. I did catch the lighter, and that was another one where I was like, "Well, dude, he's got like every time you see a glimpse of Kaiser Sose, it's usually that one shot of him lighting the cigarette uh-huh. and doing it, and he has a fucking Zippo." Yep. Like, well, Spacey, what does it like? That's yeah. like you're you're trying to give it away, man. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, me, it's not it's not trying to pull it pull the rug out i mean it is but it's yeah. doing it in a way it's like we're telling you everything right right, right. we're telling you everything right. this is how much smarter we are than you right right and right. i think it really nails it yeah and so okay and then let's talk about the true big reveal uh when the cop finds out that it was him it's when he turns around and starts looking at the board that of yeah. all the shit and he starts realizing oh quartet <laughs> yeah he, everything he was saying Redfoot. Yeah, he was pulling off of shit that was on, you know, those press clippings yeah. or pictures or whatever. And he's like, oh my God. So that was like a, that was a really cool reveal, but I had already seen a parody of that. Uh, like Key and Peele parodies it uh, pretty well. Oh, they did? Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, it's been in a lot of things. Right. And, uh, and so I'd already seen it be parodied. I didn't realize that it was a parody of Usual Suspects. Yeah. So when there I was, saw that happen, I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. where this came from." There was, and I was one, like, "Oh man, I wish it kind of like almost ruined that for me because yeah. I'd already seen it be like made fun of." So I was like, "Oh man." Well, you there know. was one in uh, I think it was wrongfully accused the uh, Leslie Nielsen movie uh-huh. uh, where he it, but the thing was he's sitting in there giving a story and he goes, "Oh yes, you know I'm from Men's Room." <laughs> and, like, and it like shows him like look at the men's room and all this stuff and then the guy like uh when he starts to realize it he drops it like it does the shot of him yeah of the, the, the coffee, coffee cup smashes yeah. and then it's like a oh. donut and then, like and then <laughs> a bag of fry like it's just oh, a whole bunch of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. keeps dropping yeah so yeah Classic. this has been parodied right i'm right. sure the simpsons have done it the simpsons yeah. parody everything i mean right. there's been a thousand episodes the simpsons of that. did it so um yep but yeah so yeah that you have this has been spoiled once you know oh this is what that's from right so that kind of like unfortunately took the power of the moment away from me a little bit yeah. because it i was snapped out of it because i'd seen the parody but very interesting i can like totally see how it would have been like one of those things because at the time i mean that that hadn't been done before in a movie right no not like, like that kind like of that, um, yeah yeah um so it was just very unique I could see people freaking out about it, going, "Oh man, you gotta see this!" Movie. I mean, this is on uh, this is on AFI's top one hundred uh, or top the top ten mystery genres. They do like uh, a top ten of all these different genres. It was like number eight. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I can see why. Um, I do know that uh, Ebert hated this movie. Okay, why? Gave it big thumbs down. Really? Uh, he said on my first watch of it, uh, he said something like, uh, "Um." I kept getting confused uh, as to what I was missing, and then when the reveal came, I realized I was right all along, and I hadn't missed anything, and this was just a bad movie or something like that. Like, man, yeah. Well, and see, he, he, he caught it. Yeah. So they well, weren't smarter uh, than he, Ebert. Then again, he may not have. He, he might have. Know, just he's, been, a, he's a bit of a dude. What if too. he was so pwned by the ending yeah. that he was like, "Those assholes! No one makes a fool of Roger Ebert." Well, I think that might have been the case too, because he came out with this like whole defense of his. Uh, hatred of it or whatever like after the whole Kevin Spacey thing and he was like see he's a oh. bad person anyway it's like he's like I'm so dude. smart that I could tell that he was fondling little boys <laughs> dude, even what are we doing here what are we doing yeah what, what did Siskel think of it uh I don't know he's dead 
They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did he give it a thumbs up or not? Do you know? I don't know. So one thumbs up, one thumbs down. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I always thought that the thumbs up, the two thumbs up was them being a smart ass because I thought that they meant two thumbs up your butt. <laughs> nope. And around the corner. But apparently I was wrong about that. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, the that the ending was a little bit ruined for me, but I mean, dude, I still enjoyed it. I mean, if anything, I enjoyed it for Kevin Spacey's performance. I enjoyed it for the ensemble performance, you know, if you will. And I, I like, you know, mystery things like that, crime mystery. I like, you know, um, you know, gangster movie style shit yeah. like that too. And and this is a solid film. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I wasn't mad at it at all. You know, it just sucks that I knew. Yeah, I mean, that does kind of suck. That does kind of suck, but it's interesting that you knew it, and yet you still didn't pick up on all the clues. I mean, I was picking up on, like, the obvious shit. Yeah. The left-handed thing, I was that was just something that I didn't even think to even look for, but... Um, but yeah, every time it just would like Kaiser zoom in on Kevin yeah. Spacey. I mean, I was it's, like, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> fucking obvious when yeah, you watch it again. Yeah, it's way obvious. I will say something that is not obvious is when you finally get a shot and you see the uh, composite drawing uh-huh. of like the the guy describing what Kaiser says. Yeah. was like that don't look like Kevin Spacey at all. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, the hair. Yeah, but <laughs> that's the thing. None but of the those, rest of it. None know. of those you know sketch artist things ever look like anybody they look right. like everybody right like you know? that amateur uh sketch of the, the leprechaun, leprechaun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most accurate one of all time oh uh, i've mentioned that to my wife several times and she's never heard of that oh man oh really yeah okay so first of all you need to rectify that but say uh secondly um who was the guy the guy that was roasted and and sitting in the hospital bed still alive. He was a, he was a guy that was on the boat. But and he got blown up and he, they found him in a drainage uh pipe. Is okay, what so that was just a random That was a random guy. That was not Frenchman. Yeah, that was a random guy, one of the uh Hungarian guys on okay. the boat. That so, just so happened to be able to finger him out. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, cuz he saw him. He saw Kaiser says he was going through killing everybody. Yeah, and he, that was the point of it was to kill everyone yeah. that could finger him. Yeah. And that said, guy didn't get well, he killed. Well, even says like he's gonna poke his head out, yeah. one last time just to kill the you know, uh huh. Oh, you know when they get so close, why would he poke his head out now? Because he knows he's smarter than them, right? The whole time he's literally telling them, "I'm doing this, and you'll never see me again." Right, right. You were this close to catching me, yeah, and you're gonna know it as yeah. soon as I'm gone. Yep, and then poof, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the whole, like, legend behind his character is pretty cool, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was a cool, cool idea for a crime boss to be, like, That's so actually top where... level that no one even knows if he really exists. Yeah, one of the uh, the inspiration for uh, Christopher Roquari, the guy who wrote the, mm-hmm. the, the screenplay, uh, the inspiration for the character of Kaiser Sose was inspired by a real-life murderer, murderer by the name of John List, uh, who did murder his family. Uh, and then disappeared oh, for 17 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, I heard of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard of that one. Yeah, and it was like they found his family with the gospel music playing or whatever, yeah. and he disappeared, and they couldn't find him, and they finally did one day or something. Yeah, that was uh, inspiration to write this as well, at, or for that character. Uh, he came up with the idea of the the lineup first. 
Oh, okay. Like, and, and having these five guys together uh-huh. and like the like then coming up with the story behind it. Of like what if one of them had purposefully got them yeah. all together. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um like a reverse him, engineering of the yeah, story. It took him nine drafts over five uh, five months. He wrote nine wow. drafts of this movie to get it to work. Right. Right, 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 right. Wow. Yeah. Right, good good on him. But yeah. um yeah, that uh that lineup scene was originally shot like it was supposed to be just serious these guys you know all in a room but uh uh-huh. they were getting antsy and everything and uh Benicio del Toro just kept farting really the whole time <laughs> and they could not keep their shit together and uh Benicio del Toro says like someone was farting but everybody else was like it, it was, was him cuz and you notice it, up to like him? no and like you could tell in one of the takes Right before he's he's saying his line, and they're all like they're all serious, and then you could tell this is like not the last time or first time it's happened because like yeah. he's about to say his line and he farts, and you can just tell they all break up, and the guy standing next to him fucking hits him like God damn it, <laughs> you're ruining every take. And Brian Singer was getting pissed yeah, until he yeah. kind of like looked at it. He's like, okay, I'm gonna keep it. This actually looks fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's uh, a ragtag team. Yeah, no, that was not intentional. That's incredible, dude. That's funny. But he never owned up to it. No, in the in the DV or the Blu-ray commentary or whatever, uh, he uh, Benicio del Toro uh, he said he himself said somebody farted, but nobody knew who. And Kevin Pollock said no, it was Del Toro farted like twelve <laughs> times in a row. Like he would not stop farting until somebody farted. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh man, that's a that's a power move right there. You know. Yep. 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 Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Um. Let me see my notes here. I definitely uh, was gonna ask how if Benicio del Toro ever farted during the <laughs> shooting of this movie. So he looks like a guy who farts a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The uh. Uh. You want to hear some people? These are all people who were offered the part of Redfoot, who we were talking about. Yeah. Give me um. That. Jeff Bridges. Uh. Johnny Cash. Huh? Chris Cornell. Whoa! Tommy Lee Jones, Charlie Sheen, James Spader, and Christopher Walken. Chris Cornell. Yeah. Whoa. So what happened there? He just didn't do it, or yeah, they just uh, you know they ended up getting uh, that's crazy. Peter Green or whatever, but yeah. uh, um, Michael Bean was uh, asked to audition for McManus, the uh, Baldwin part, and okay. he, but he passed on it because he found the script too confusing. This is the guy who played uh, Reese in Terminator found this movie too oh. confusing <laughs> that's awesome and uh, you know the part went to Stephen Baldwin and uh, Bean later admitted this was a huge mistake because this yeah, movie was huge pass, yeah yeah um, but you know Baldwin crushed it yeah yeah he did Justin Bieber's godfather as you said before yeah his godfather not his father-in-law but yeah. it is his father-in-law yeah um, yeah and at some point um while shooting this, Brian Singer basically managed to convince every one of the the lead actors that they in fact were Kaiser Sose. And uh, oh wait, were they not allowed to know the ending? No, like what about Spacey? Uh, Spacey knew. Spacey okay. knew all along. Uh, and then like when they started to find out, in fact, uh, Gabriel Byrne uh, was so pissed off while they he like stormed off set and. Uh, because he found pulled, out he wasn't Kaiser Sose? Yeah, and pulled a uh, singer into the parking lot and yelled at him for like half an hour. Uh, but at the... Wait, why? Because he thought he was the lead or something, I guess. Oh, but even man. Kaiser Sose is not even really 
Billy, I don't know. So was he yeah. like, I've been wasting my time on this shit or something yeah. like that? Uh, that's weird. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't on set. It was after the when they actually screened it for him. Oh, and like none oh. of them knew until they saw the oh. full film oh. that they weren't Kaiser Soze. Oh wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I thought that was that was interesting. That's yeah. That's crazy. He got all pissed off and butt hurt. Yeah, that's funny as hell. Well, Spacey knew though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had to. He shot it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the ending. But I will say about well, because like with the ending without that that little tag on it uh we were led to believe that kaiser soze was in fact gabriel byrne right uh yeah, yeah. or yeah. whatever his name was well that because that's what the cop had figured yeah. out. yeah and Joe the cop was like i figured it out yeah, he's yeah, yeah, a, yeah. and he convinces verbal yeah, yeah yeah you know he's like god i am so smart right i got it out of this guy's testimony yeah and he's looking at the board and he's like oh fuck me yeah 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 exactly yep yep yep, yep. And he was like, J you know, I got it out of you. Just like, you know, come and testify. We'll protect you. And he's like, no, no. They'll like, you me. can see that uh, it was a funny little corner. That He's like, oh, man, uh, another corner. It's like, dude, please. Like, when are you going to understand that I ain't sticking around, bro? I yeah. got to get the fuck out <laughs> of here. out of here. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, that's fucking funny that he got butthurt, though. About yeah. That. Um, I was going to say something about about yeah, uh, no, I forget it's whatever about who was playing who we were talking about McManus no uh, uh everybody yeah I said oh and I and you know what I feel like it ended a little too fast well I mean I guess well, what do you mean like like once, uh I don't know I guess I mean I mean not, I don't know I guess I just wanted a little bit more of like to of reveling in the reveal or something you know yeah all but, you see is the shot of him you know go you know changing his walk to normal and then yeah and then getting in the car and then he leaves and you're just kind of like oh man i want to see I him mean, be a badass now yeah but that's it like I that's know, the whole thing is that he point. goes i know yeah yeah so i guess not but i just kind of wish you know you get to see a little bit more of that you know what i mean because you know now you see him and <laughs> And like that, he's gone. Just like that. That's it. Yep. Exactly how he says it. Exactly how he says it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he does. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. That little breath hand motion thing that's so good for um, podcasting. But you know what else <laughs> is my favorite line of his? What is your favorite line of his? I don't know what you're looking Where for. Is it? Oh. You're working with a professional here. No, that was sad. Nope. No. Where's the got a little dick, man? Oh, Where that's not it? on this one. Damn it, dude. Yeah. You're killing my <laughs> fucking flow here, dude. No, you were killing the flow by having to look for something. <laughs> it's fine. The listeners, our loyal fans, are all along for the ride. All right. Well, you want to hear the uh, the box office? Give me that shit, dude. All right. So it was an estimated budget of six million dollars. Cool. Opening weekend, how much did it make? Forty-five million. No, this was a very small release. Okay. Um, seventeen thousand. Uh, six hundred forty-five thousand. Oh, okay. And uh, what was its uh, final gross? One hundred and sixty-eight million. No, Damn. twenty-three million. That's it. 
Yeah. For being well, such this a talked about like, movie? Yeah, I mean, this was still a pretty independent film. This is one of those ones that got really popular after it got on uh, tape, right? After you could rent it. I'm like, sure, like, yeah. Like I mean, Austin in the, in the Oscars, I mean, this was back when that was a bigger a bigger deal with getting people to know about things. Because right. at this point, it wasn't as political. Sure. The Oscars weren't as political as they are now. It was kind of what the Oscars were invented for, which was to bring attention to film. Right. You know, not uh, causes. Right, and sure. that, uh, you know how we shouldn't uh, inseminate cows and drink their milk shakes. Man, just or- let Joaquin be a vegan. <laughs> Wa vegan. Joaquin. Joaquin. Um. Yeah. Joaquin. So, well, that that uh, that wraps it up here. Let's uh, get your rating. Um. Wait. Was there anyone else slated to play Kevin Spacey? No. It was always supposed to be him. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. It was always written with him in mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, you want my rating? Yeah. Okay. Out of ten weird widow's peaks on the top <laughs> of me bald head. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, if you're trying to be unrecognizable and not stand out, don't do that to your hair. Because it was well, literally the one know, thing that made the sketch look anything We know like from it. his description of Kaiser Soze that Kaiser Soze has long, long hair. Right. But also... If you're worried about people fingering you and like, you know, don't have something super distinct about you, like shave your head or something. Well, but he already had the the cripple walk. That's pretty distinctive. I mean, yeah. And he wouldn't ever shut up. That's pretty distinctive. Yeah. Dude, I don't feel like he talked all that much either. When he first walks in there, he won't shut up. He's like, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, uh, I was a little bit him being a. All right. right, You know, like that's the whole character that he had. Right, right, right. Um,. So yeah, uh, out of ten of those, uh, I give this movie like a good seven. All right. It probably would have been more if I didn't already know the. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I uh, think this is. A solid, but I like it. I like it. I think I like this it. is a solid, it's solid film. Definitely worth watch. It makes me uh, want to watch. Uh, there's a couple other movies that we should watch. Yeah, I just. When we do these, uh, I really like ones that I'm like, God, that's a great movie after yeah, it's done. Right. And right. Uh, we don't always do that because sure. they don't always hold up. But there's right. a bunch that that can. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that uh, that wraps it up here. Well, do you want to go ahead and do the reboot recast? Yeah. All right. So who are we do still we working on the on the sponsorship from from a coffee, coffee? So we yeah. don't need to take a break right now. Um, who should we recast? Well, yeah. I guess the whole gang. All right. Who's that? Spacey, Baldwin, Del Toro, Pollock, and Mr. Butthurt himself. Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. Uh, Mick, er, Keaton. Yeah, Dean Keaton. Yeah. Um, for, uh, I mean, do you want to start low or start high? Yeah, let's start low. Let's start with uh, McManus. Let's start with uh, Stephen Baldwin. Do you got any... Is McManus on the lowest on the totem pole there? I mean, I guess... Finster really would be. Yeah, he does. Oh, that was another thing I didn't understand. Why Finster would be the first one to try to run away after he was trying to convince them to do the job. Well, I think it was just that he was. He, they were all going to die. Yeah. Because Spacey was going to kill them on the boat. I mean, uh, Kaiser says he was going to. Because he did. Yeah. He kills them all on the boat. Yeah. That and was so he was point. always going to kill them. Yeah. So the one guy who was up for it. Which we also don't know if he really was or not. Oh, this is all right. from Geyser's... You yeah, know, you know, yeah, his, yeah. Like, we from know his that they were all there. And we know that they all ended up dead. Yeah, that's a good point. So, 
That's a good point. Yeah. But uh and we know that he died. So uh but yeah, he uh he would probably be the lowest man on the totem pole. Themester. Yeah. Um Do you have any ideas? I mean, I don't really have any thoughts on this movie at all for the recast. Uh why don't you throw somebody out here and I'll uh, shoot it down like I normally do. Okay. Hmm. Because you could do anything with these characters. They're all I mean, pretty much yeah, a blank slate. The blank slate. You know, there, there's yeah. nothing that makes these people have to be exactly who they are. Right. Or look a certain way or be any certain age. You know, I mean, yeah. McManus, like, yeah, you need him to be a little bit younger. He's more of the young buck. Uh, you know, but uh, Kevin Pollock is like a, uh, you know, that could be anybody. Yeah, absolutely. You just yeah, need like hard, five yeah. fun guys that you'd like to see in a movie, just kind of like they did on this. Okay. You know, I have a, I have a uh, Sose. Okay, that's the big one. I think that's the one that we really have to cast. Yeah. Do you want to shoot for that? Yeah, let's just shoot for that. Who do you got? Um, give me a second. I'll take yours first. Sam Rockwell. I I I love Sam Rockwell. You know, we use him a lot. Um, Well, we we did last week. Yeah, certainly. uh, I'm trying to think of somebody else that's uh, that's got a a muted a performance like style that could work as well. Be interesting. Who? He also maybe has too much of a baby face, but Shia LaBeouf. I, I I actually like that. I do. I think he could pull the subtlety and, and the BSing yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean I, I, I really like that. Anybody you put in it would it would need to be somebody who brings something different to a role. Right. Uh Sam Rockwell is a great choice. Right. Shia LaBeouf is a great choice. Yeah. Uh especially with the unassuming nature of um, you know because in the flashbacks of this Kaiser Sose, the way this character's all you know, made out to be he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah. the uh, the the person they cast in the uh, flashback with the long hair uh-huh. was uh, actually a grip on set. Really, they, wow. they cast him because his arms couldn't go straight. Like his arms were so big, they would they oh, bent wow. out like That's that. Hilarious. So they just had him do it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Shia LaBeouf is a great choice. That's a fucking movie gap first. Yeah. You actually agree with uh well, I've agreed with some before. My well, one of my first choices there. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's perfect. Uh this movie would be hard to remake because this movie's perfect as it is. It doesn't need to be remade. It's not uh I don't feel like there's anything to it that should be done better or changed. Yeah. You know, so yeah, like, it yeah, is yeah, one of those sure. weird ones. And then like, you know, you remake something like this that has become so obvious that you knew it. Yeah, with, like this the the twist is done. You can't you yeah, can't make this movie and then anyway. Yeah. yeah, you can't make this movie and then change the twist, right? Because that ruins the right. the whole right. thing. So so it's almost like we're trying to just re envision the movie, but with today's with different, yeah stars or something, which is kind of what we always do. But like it also serves a purpose, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as this this would more be just an acting exercise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I, then, I, you know, I like that. I like. I just have one more cast. Uh, that I would want to do as um, the cop. Uh, what was his name? Joey Paisano. What was his name? Chaz Palmateri. Chaz Palmateri. Dave Kuhan. Um, Obviously, Millie Bobby Brown. Right. <laughs> there and we go. So, All right. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for this week's episode of The Movie Gap. 
Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Movie Gap. Uh, yes. Rate and, and review us on on iTunes and all those other places. Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a place to rate and review us, do it. Yes, I, I fucking dare you. I fucking dog dare, dog you. dare you, dude. We're By the smarter way, than you. Uh, fuck was used ninety eight times in this film. Really? Yeah. That'll that'll happen when you ad lib. Yeah. Yeah, that happens on this podcast a lot. Nah. Eh, we're clean, pretty fucking clean. That's for sure. We're pretty fucking clean, dude. All right. Well, um, I guess we will see you. Uh, we'll be at Comic Palooza uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, you got anything, Bryce? Um, yeah, Any just come see me. I'm coming see me at Station. I'm about to go head out and do uh, Battle Station. Uh. One troop versus another. May the best you do that troop on, uh, win. Sunday afternoons or Sunday Sundays nights? at five. You can always come and see that. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out Station Theater and also check out Jody Seaman the Worlds as usual. Please stream and buy Great all band. of our records. Jake, uh, Jody Seabody and the Worlds, a.k.a. The Music Boys. The Music Boys. The Music Boys. When is that album coming out? Who's the that music singing? Boys. It's The Music Boys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Jody's next that's album. Her, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I bet out, it will be, by the way. Yeah, it comes out on uh, 42069. Uh, so just get used to it. <laughs> April 20th, 1969, baby. So get, get ready for it. You're going back in time. Oh, yeah, just to get all those right. numbers. Okay, okay, wait, wait. Four, all right, I realized I could do <laughs> 2069. It would be plausible. It's a long time to uh, wait for a new record, but. Yeah, yeah, but it'll happen. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sure you'll be dead by then. We're waiting for that. Yeah. I'm gonna try not to be. We'll see. That is forty nine years from now, Bryce. Yep. We'll make it happen, baby. You would be seventy seventy something? No, eighty. Wait, eighty two. Eighty oh no, you're not thirty three. I'm thirty three. You'd be eighty. I'd be eighty one. Yeah. Whoa. Eighty one years old. Dude, people's lives are getting longer, baby. The eighty one by then eighty one will be the new twenty six. Right. Yeah. Well so with this uh Coronavirus will all be dead. That's probably by true. this 420. That's probably true. Oh boy, way to end on 2020. Note. Having said, nom in space. space. <laughs>